Welcome to the Digital Broker Podcast with Steve Anderson and Ryan Deeds, where we help agents and brokers drive profitability through operational excellence. Welcome back to the Digital Broker. I'm Steve Anderson here with my co-host, Ryan Deeds. Ryan, how are you today? I'm awesome, Steve. Good morning. Good morning to you. We have an interesting topic we're going to start off with today, texting. Something that uh, every agency is doing, whether they realize it or not, and uh, something that is uh, requiring a lot more thought and uh, management around that type of communication that's going on between agency staff, both internal and outside. Uh, and prospects and clients, uh, because the documentation of those uh, is a key issue and a, a key. Um, it's an exposure, right? Yeah, yeah. I was going to. I was looking. I was searching for the right word I want to use. That it is a a real exposure. In fact, I think it's probably one of the biggest E and O holes mm-hmm. uh, that is in an agency's documentation right now. And with that said, I I always tell people, okay, take a deep breath. We've always had these issues. Uh, I remember when email first started being used as a primary communication method, we had problems with how do we capture that email and document it before our systems um, caught up with us. So yes, it's new, and no, we've been here before. We sort of know how to do it. But what we want to talk about in this particular episode are some you know very specific thoughts, steps, and ideas behind text messaging and how your agency should be, uh, if they haven't already, putting in policies and procedures around that communication channel. So I think the first question is, you know, who's texting? Right. I mean, and I think that's, you know, <clears throat> you asked me that a couple of days back and I was like, yeah, you know, nobody texts in our office because, you know, we have, we do have a policy and we've talked about that. And you're like, nobody texts your producers. And then I started thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, heck yeah, they do. Of course, that's, that's you know, that's the, you know, when you look at why SMS has come up so quickly, it's acce- or where, where we are with it today, it's accessible. Every phone can do it. You don't have to have an app to do it. You know, it just makes it very quick. And that's the, the method of communication that all of our younger people are wanting to, to leverage. And so we're just seeing that more and more. And so sure, yeah, I'm, I guaranteed that there's all kinds of communication going back and forth between those producers and that client, setting expectation for the client, which at that point then probably opens us up to some challenges. You know? Yeah, no question. And, and, and certainly age, I think, is a factor, but it's not just the younger people who seem to be texting more. I think more and more people just in general. Well, it drives you because you're texting your kids. You're, right? you're texting your kids. You become, my mom used to, I'm never texting. And now, man, she texts me all the time because it's kind of how I've mandated. Like, look, I don't want to talk. I don't I don't, I, yeah. If you want to talk to me, text yeah, me. Text right? me. I mean, yeah, I, absolutely. And I think, you know, certainly parents are experiencing some of that. Mm-hmm. And so it's just becoming a bit more natural the more people are using it. Which is okay. I think we need to be open and available to our clients and prospects to communicate with them the way they want to be communicated with. And at the same time, we've got some very specific responsibilities uh, in terms of really clients and prospects to document what's going on. And I think that's the, the biggest issue that I think agency uh, owners uh, are aware of. But let's talk through, you know, just kind of some steps or some things that agency personnel, staff need to be thinking about when they're using text messaging. 
I mean, I think that when you talk, start talking to legal, right? And if you're in an agency that has a, 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 some kind of legal mind that's your compliance person, it probably scares the heck out of them, right? Mm-hmm. Because their first thing is how do we get to the documentation to ensure that we didn't decline that flood or that we didn't do X or Y, you know, that we able, we're able to process this. Um, and so I think, you know, you have to approach it from, from that standpoint first is if you do have... Uh, to me, there's two or three main areas of, of worry. One is obviously your employee safety, right? Rendering out employee cell phone numbers is a, is a challenge. And if that becomes the main mechanism that client uses to communicate, then who holds that relationship? Is that the account manager? Is that where, where does that go if something occurs? And how do we keep record of that? But really putting them, putting that employee out there is one of my first problems. Second problem is obviously how do I get record of that? And and how do I ensure that my compliance officer has the ability to, to look through? I mean, we use our email archiver every freaking week. You know, hey, we need to go find this letter. Hey, we need to go find that or document management. And so I'm sure that some people are taking screenshots of their text and putting it in there, but without a central controlled authority where you have a policy in your organization, at that point, you really are opening yourself up. You know, if you have the policy, even if people are non-compliant to it, at least if somebody breaks the rule, you can go back and say, here's my policy. Here's the policy and here's here's what we need to do. So I guess, you know, in my mind, the first step is find out who's texting Mm -hmm. and who they are texting. That's right. Right? That's right. So, and frankly, your comment, I'm not sure I had thought of it as... Uh, until you brought that up, which is internal employee communication, right? So staff to producer. Mm -hmm. And my question then starts, okay, do we need to document that also or just the producer-client text communication? Well, that if we start documenting all text communication, and I would say most of that's your compliance officer is going to say, say, I want to see the nuance of the discussion that led you to this policy decision for coverage. And so no question. Yeah. To me, or, or here's an answer to a question that the producer gives to the client. So we need the documentation where that answer came from. And you run into this a lot because like, if you use any other communication mechanism other than email, you have to figure out this because if you're using a collaboration tool like Microsoft Teams or a HipChat or Slack or whatever, there's a lot of conversation that goes in there. You know, how are you ensuring that that you're capturing that as well? Texting is a little more complex because if you have a hundred people in your office, you have a hundred cell phones in your office, and if you have twenty clients that are texting one employee, how the heck are you keeping track of that? You know. Well, and I would even say a uh, hundred, you know, cell phones highly likely they're not all the same. That's right. So now each phone has a different process and procedure for screenshot. Or, and, mm-hmm. and we'll talk a bit more about some of that technical side of how to actually capture some of that information. And well, what can be shared via text? I mean, the, the thing, when you look at email systems and where we've had to go for security with email, right? On encrypted email, heck, if you send a ding on text with, you know, HIPAA information or social security information, are you opening up huge holes there, you know? Is it like... Yeah, and that's an interesting thought because on one hand, email really does go out into the, uh, you know, wide uh, e- uh, internet area, whereas text messages uh, a bit more device to device. However, that that text is being stored on somebody's server somewhere. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, if you... And so, you know, again... <laughs> 
who knows where. We haven't really looked at that in terms of, okay, where is all this information going? How many touch points did it go through? I mean, you know, if you look at like some of these APIs that are out there, when you're scanning the text, everything is sitting on their server in plain text and you can see it. And so whatever was shared with your client has gone through a couple hops, Mm -hmm. you know, and so that's always something that kind of makes me leery um how much can you share because we do use encrypted email you know correct you have to today yeah and so uh, it's just it is it opens up a whole can of worms that really the what what we hope today is the agencies just get thinking about that you know because it's so convenient and your customer does want it oh there's no question we have to do it and i always want to be careful that we don't get too mired in the oh, I'm going to probably get in trouble for saying this, into the compliance so that we come back and say to our clients, no, we can't do this. That's right. And and there's got to be a balance there between the risk the agency broker takes on in terms of using this channel and the fact that clients really hmm. like Another it. agency is not going to be as, con- uh, as conscientious as each one, right? And so if, if I have an agency, again, when we talk about the future of insurance and future of insurance agencies, frictionless communication is one of the things we talk about a lot. Texting is the is a tactical representation of frictionless communication. Right. Right. No question. It makes it easy. I, as a consumer, have a record of that conversation right on my phone so I know where that goes. And so... Uh, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I see a lot of technology get passed off because of the E&O ramifications, right? And the, the compliance issues. How do we speed up that balancing act? How do we bring non-technical individuals into the fold and ha- have that conversation um, to be able to help mitigate some of this stuff? Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's a difficult thing. It's, you've got so much stuff going on in an agency. Yeah, it is. And as you said, I hope this conversation will help spur conversations mm-hmm. with management teams in you know the uh, agents and brokers that, that are listening. So find out who's texting. Find out the device being used. Uh, we talked a bit about uh, electronic communication policy. That's kind of my term. But uh, what is the agency policy for this type of communication? I personally don't believe it's a separate policy. I think it's part of, as I just said, the electronic communication policy, which includes all kinds of things in social platforms, email, texting, and who knows what other uh, Slack, That's right. right? All of the various platforms that we might be using for communication, we need to have a policy that addresses all of those in, in a broad enough manner and specific enough to give guidance to staff. That's right. I just think that, you know, for SMS, because it is so ubiquitous, everybody uses it. It's one of the things that the agency kind of needs to bring special attention to. Um because it's so easy for you to get caught in that. I mean, I do have account managers that are like, dang it, this client texted me today. You know, what do I do with this now? You know, right. um, and then other account managers will say, hey, we've got clients that want to text. I don't want to give them my cell phone number. Right. You know, I mean, yep. if you're a personal lines account manager, the last thing you want is for 400 clients to have your dang on cell phone number. Yeah, you know? no. Yeah. And I think, again, you mentioned that early in terms of employee protection. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that is a, a absolutely an issue to, um, to consider and, and be aware of. So communication policy, uh, for me, next step is uh, really looking at your management system. 
uh, and upgrading to whatever current capability they have in terms of managing text. And we're going to talk a bit more detail about what that looks like uh, in actually the next episode because we won't have enough time to cover all of that here. But there are a number of agency management system vendors who have upgraded or are upgrading their system to add texting inbound and outbound uh, to their platform. The benefit there will be the documentation of that will be automatic, right. meaning it'll be added to their client file just like you use email now. That's right. And uh, being able to text from a keyboard, right, using that same process. Uh, one thing I did want to mention uh, when you mentioned SMS, there are actually two different kinds of text. Mm -hmm. um, SMS, mm -hmm. short message service, mm -hmm. and MMS, mm -hmm. multimedia service. I know them well. Um, <laughs> you know them better than I do, actually. And so we talk about SMS a lot. That's just the text-only base, 160 character limit per message. Mm -hmm. If you do more than that, it spills over into a second message. Versus an MMS where we can add files in essence, right? Files, photos. Photos. You, you can send links via SMS. And so, you know, that that's, to me, that opens up a, a challenge, right? Because mm -hmm. I could upload a policy to Dropbox, don't do it, but I could do that. <laughs> and then I could SMS that off to a client and say, hey, I mean, we've thought about that. We use a secure file sharing system called Ignite that would be able to integrate relatively easily with that. But now you are transmitting something that is very specific over this mechanism, mm -hmm. right? But that does keep you in the SMS world. MMS, you can take pictures, right? Right. And that's the, that's the primary thing. It's funny, though, most 800 numbers you can't leverage that with. You know, you have to have, like, a local number for most of the time. Right. You know? so well, and a potential thing. advantage of, and my really reason for bringing up MMS is, uh, two, your, your character limit is 1,600. Mm -hmm. So a whole lot more information in, in typing, right, text. Mm -hmm. And... Pictures. So now you can have a picture of the producer, or a picture of the claim, or picture of the claim, <laughs> right. Or, right? So there's some uh, interesting capability there in that service. Um, so just uh, I just wanted people to be aware of those two different types, and mm -hmm. there are some advantages. I I use MMS texting when people ask for my business card because I don't carry paper business cards sure. anymore, uh, and I have a process where they can receive that via text file that's my v card mm -hmm. right electronic contact information on their phone they can just open that add it to their contact record yep. i can include photo in there so next time they receive something from me there you are. it actually shows up as a picture again sure. a better engagement mm -hmm. opportunity uh, so there are lots of interesting little nuances there for uh, using using. There's, there's a lot of opportunities to humanize that, right? Yes. To, to, to extend that client experience that we're all kind of looking for. Yep, exactly. So upgrade, we'll talk more about kind of management system specific functionality um, in a little bit, but um, train staff and have a very specific process in place, communication policies certainly the foundation of that, but now train staff on when is texting appropriate, in what circumstances maybe is it not appropriate. Sure. And you can write back and, you know, re reply to a text that let's take this to a more secure platform or, you know, a better platform. And this idea that personal cell phone numbers are out there, how, how do you train people on how to handle that? 
Right. Right. And I mean, I think, I, you know, the problem is if the if agencies don't have the capability to send texts and a consumer and a client sends a text to an account manager, that account manager is probably going to reply back, you know, because they're afraid that they're worried. They're worried about ticking the client off. They're worried about not being uh, reactive enough. And, and they want to communicate on that level. Inversely, if you have a platform in place, then you could go ahead and reply back to the incoming text from that and say, hey, this is Mary at the, at the agency. Here's our text number. And you can go back and forth that way. That's kind of how I would probably attempt to do that. And like you said, if you added the V card with that, so mm -hmm. everybody would be able to get that. I think that's an easy way to start training those clients in, while still having that frictionless communication. Yeah, and, and, and that really is sort of my last point here is that you need to train your clients. Mm -hmm. If you're going to use an agency-wide texting solution versus a personal individual cell phone, it's going to take some kind of transition mm -hmm. to get your clients using that agency number. And I think that's actually going to be difficult. Certainly for producers, they want their cell phone out there, right? Well, how many people don't realize that a cell phone can't do I mean right. if we have a cell phone number then it's a natural thing oh I can just text him that's right or her and so again training clients that you know if you have a question a problem text is absolutely an option uh, and our agency has put into place a solution here's the number you should text to so we can make sure to get your comment question problem addressed as rapidly as possible. If you continue to text to the individual, they may or may not be able to respond as quickly as we can now that we have this process and procedure in place. Well, I think it talks to who owns the relationship as well. You know, I, I think that if you have a producer that has, you know, 50 or 60 clients and they're used to texting him and something goes south with the producer, maybe you've put yourself at a disadvantage if you don't if you don't have the ability to communicate with that client in the same mechanism you know and so i think as as agency principals and people in agency space think through that you always want to kind of ensure that that you have the spokes to the communication and the spokes to the client and i think that goes hand in hand with it so it's not just a compliance issue it's not just um, a safety issue it's also a business issue it's mm -hmm. a you know it's a we we've all met uh, people change jobs you know, and so we want to try to retain those relationships in the agency space. And if we can centralize that number, that makes that easier for us. Yeah, no question. And, and I think there's lots of opportunity for text notifications mm -hmm. uh, that an agency can do. So it could be in a storm's coming to the area. Here's a couple of, uh, you know, tips or how to be safe or here's our, as a reminder, here's our you know claim number. Or if you have a problem or issue, let us know. Somebody will be available 24 hours. Uh, all of those kinds of things, again, are part of developing that customer experience. So those are absolutely things that agencies should be thinking about and, and implementing. You know, That's what right. can we do there? In that same breath, there are some very stringent right now FCC, Federal Communication Commission, compliance issues with that broadcast text. So not the one-on-one, -on -one, right, you to me, but I'm sending texts out to 300 people, 100, right. wh whatever that, that number is. And the FCC compliance basically says you need to get that individual's, each individual, written consent. And actually the wording is written consent. Now, could that be electronic signature? Could be, right, 
I think absolutely. My point is, you can't just assume that somebody's going to want, because they've texted in, they're going to want to receive a broadcast text back out. That's right. So really two things. One is customer experience. Ask, would you like to mm-hmm. receive? And here's you know five examples, four examples, whatever it is of types of notifications we are able and willing uh, to send out to you. And if so, then, you know, just sign this document indicating that you would like to do that. You know, for our agency, we have two different text alerts. One is business is closed. We have inclement weather. The other is employee benefits information. And so we did allow both of our staff to opt in, you know, hey, this is an optional deal, right? If you don't want this, let us know and we'll take your number out. The vast majority of people did not want the employee benefits information. You know, they definitely wanted to know if the office was closed. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. They they really wanted to know when they got to stay home. And so through doing that, you know, you don't want to get spammy. And I think that when you start messing with somebody's cell phone, and that's a quick call to somebody because you'll irritate them. Yeah, and I actually had a a friend of mine. We were at a conference um, recently, and the hotel asked for – the room wasn't ready, so the hotel asked for – the number and said, you know, we'll text you when the room, your room is ready, which was fine. Permission. Would you like to, you know, give us that? Yes, I would. And text uh, when the room was ready was received. Um, Later that evening or first thing the the next morning, another text was received saying, how has your stay been? Mm -hmm. Very innocent question. And and they probably thought a follow-up. This person was really upset because they hadn't given permission for that. For that, right? They had given very limited permission for yes. Let me know when my room is ready. So my stance is you've got to be extremely careful right. and respectful of someone's text or cell phone number, and make sure that what you are sending out to them is useful, helpful, and they actually want they want it. Yeah. They want to receive it. I would say, you know, for for uh, agencies, I'd be curious to know, you know, I think it's very easy for you to understand how prevalent the problem is. It's a mass email that you put together and say, hey, who's texting in this organization clients and who who do, who do clients text? And then kind of getting a list um, back will let you understand how big your current problem is. If you don't address that problem today, if you don't have one, um, you will have it in the future. It is, you know, that's how people want to want to communicate today but that's a first step for you that's a place that you can understand today do i have something that i should be really concerned about will my compliance person's head explode if they find out how much business we're doing and so you know that's something you can do right now just shoot a mass email out to your organization and say hey let me know if you're texting customers or clients or they're texting you Mm -hmm. that'll give you an indication of kind of the steps you need to take to start to remedy that and how quickly Right. And, and again, really start thinking about uh, getting consent, mm-hmm. right, from... And I think uh, you had a great point, the different types, right? Right. It's not just, hey, you know, if you do weather alerts and then if you do promotional material, that may be two very different use cases. I may want to know if a tornado is in my area and what carrier to call and what stuff to do. I may not want to know that you're having a barbecue on Friday that you want us to come down to, right? Exactly. And so I really like how you delineate that where it's saying just because you've agreed for one utilization doesn't mean to, to do it all the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And there's no question about that. 
Uh, and again, a, a couple resources here. The Federal Communication Commission, the the act that their compliance standards uh, relate to is is called the Telephone Consumer Protection Act or TCPA. And in that, they talk about automated telephone dialing systems, right? So do not call list. So that's where people's mindset is. FCC, however, has included text in this compliance arena. Uh, and there's some litigation, actually, just a um, uh, appellate level court came out because FCC said, your individual cell phone is an automated telephone dialing system because you can text multiple people. Mm -hmm. You have the capability. Not that you have, not that you will, but you could. Right, I could go to the web, get 500 phone numbers, put it in my cell phone, and then text out, hey, buy something from buy me. Buy something right? from me, yep. And now I become a bad guy. I yeah, mean, Now absolutely. I've done something wrong. Well, and again, fines from the FCC for doing that, similar to the do not call list fines. The appellate level court, again, decision literally just came out uh, a week or so ago, said the FCC was too broad in defining what device fits the automated dialing system, but they did uphold that consent idea uh, that's in there. So my point here is just be really careful and understand some of the nuances. Now, I want to give you a, a resource. Uh, from the National Big Eye, so Independent Insurance Agents and Brokers of America. Uh, for those uh, agents and brokers that are members of that, you can access a memorandum that has come from their legal department specifically talking about text messaging and what agencies need to do. And as I would expect, they came down very conservatively in terms of compliance and and. And actually, the, there is a sample of a consent form that you can use. It's quite legal, <laughs> if I can say it that way. Um, and my hesitation only is we also have to deal with the customer experience. So it's not something we should tell our customers we can't do, but we should figure out where that balance of you know, potential risk and liability and helping our customers have a, the best experience with us they possibly can. Remaining competitive and viable. Uh, yep, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. No question. What have we missed? I think for the first one, we, 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 we hit it pretty good. I mean, I think that, you know, we went over the that agencies should be aware that they are texting today, what those challenges are, the FCC challenges, the compliance challenges, how to find out what's going on in your organization. And I mean, it's just something you have to think about. I, you know, it's not, we can't put our heads in the sand like we, you know, my opinion, we've done that for the last couple, for the last decade, we've been able to. And now we just can't. No, so we just can't. And, and getting it right mm -hmm. um, is key and important, you know, right, and all the things that we've talked about. So uh, our hope is that those of you listening here will have a conversation uh, with management team, with staff, with producers around texting, uh, the benefits and the potential problems that that can create for the agency. And if you haven't already, start working on a policy and exactly how you're going to manage this process. So thanks for listening. Just a little preview, our next episode, uh, we're actually going to talk about some of the tools for actually documenting some of this stuff. And so we want to go into a little more detail there and give you hopefully some practical advice. So thanks for listening and look forward to having you join us on our next episode. Thanks a bunch. Bye. This has been another episode of the Digital Broker Podcast with Steve Anderson and Ryan Deeds. 
Please send us your questions and comments, and if you like what you hear, leave us a review. This podcast is brought to you by NDO Technologies. NDO provides insurance agents and brokers a fully digital application, renewal, and accord submission process, creating a first-rate client experience. With less time needed to collect, rekey, and process applications, agencies using NDO can deliver more value to their clients. To learn more, go to www.useindio.com.